Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Taylor Kovar. Taylor, you're the CEO of Kovar Wealth Management and the CEO of Premier Pediatric Therapy. Also, I'm a fan of GoFarWithKovar.com, if nothing else for the name, um, which <laughs> you and I were joking, um, you're, you're, you're set for a, a political campaign. I am. Yeah, that's my that's my plan. So I'm ready to run for president. It's already there. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so give me kind of a backstory on how you got into both um, pediatric therapy uh, and also wealth management. Yeah. So um, I grew up, my parents were blue collar workers, um, you know, never really had more than uh, a few dollars between them, gave away everything to, to charity that they did get. Uh, but my dad was really, you know, stressed on us that, hey, uh, you know, if, you're, if you want to do something, it's going to be up to you. It's going to be through hard work and, and really putting your mind to wow. it. And so, um, you know, I was at, at 18, I jumped into debt trying to impress a girl. Um, and, you know, it worked for a little bit until I couldn't afford to rent one month. And I was asking her, hey, I could borrow some money. And she was like, hey, listen, if you think you're going to marry me, um, you're probably going to have to figure out money. And so um, my parents obviously knew nothing about money. So I uh, went and interviewed a bunch of people, uh, read all the books I get my hands on, uh, went to college, got my finance, worked my way through college, get my finance degree, and luckily graduated when the market collapsed in 08. Um, and so nobody was hiring finance people. And so uh, my brother and I started a, uh, he had already been building a healthcare software company. I joined it um, and took over operations. And so I consulted with um, pediatric therapy agencies all across the country for several years. Um, ended up selling out of it and joining um, a very large wealth management firm, thinking I wanted to get back into investments and help people like my parents, um, mm. you know, manage, manage their money and, and, and um, build up a nest egg. And so realized that uh, the way they did things wasn't the way I wanted to do things. So I left and started Cobar Wealth Management. And uh, that's been about five years ago. Um, and so we do a lot. Uh, we're a boutique firm. And then um, we, we do our best just to help anybody we can. It's really uh, what we do. Um, and through that, we really want to hone in on a few certain um, niches that, that we do well with. And then um, a bunch of our clients are in the healthcare space. And they're interested in alternative investments. And so uh, I was still doing brokerage and consulting for healthcare companies. We found Premier Pediatric Therapy and decided to, to buy it and acquire it in wow. 2017. And um, we took over and um, they had about 100 patients then. It was a, a, a home health pediatric therapy company just based out of Houston. Um, since then, we've, we're, we've, we have over 1,000 patients all across the state of Texas and, and have plans to move into a couple of more states this year. So, um, and, and through Cobar Wealth Management at Premier, we've, we've opened up an insurance company to kind of better serve the needs of our clients and the patients and their families. Um, we have opened up a, a actual consulting firm in order to, to help our, our clients um, and a few other, other businesses. Um, I was being asked to, to speak and write on personal finance and just, just business in general. And, um, and so I, I write an article for 
newspapers kind of across the country and then realized, hey, I need a website. That this all kind of pulls back to, right? The things mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about. And so created GoFar with Kovar as kind of a way just to, as a resource of yeah. the things that I'm, I'm passionate about, which is, you know, family and um, business and, and obviously personal finance. So, yeah. yeah. So how does someone who doesn't really have a background in pediatric therapy say, okay, I'm going to go be the CEO? <laughs> yeah. like what went into that decision-making process? I mean, obviously, you know, it was probably a good opportunity, um, yeah. but, you know, without a background in that, uh, were you worried like, what do I yeah. know about this? It has been a crazy ride. Uh, so, you know, I was on the software side of things with pediatric therapy. So, so from the outside looking in, you know, I thought I knew what I was doing. Um, and when I got into it, I actually had a business partner that was going to run the business. And so mm -hmm. I was just going to be more silent partner, right. And bring mm -hmm. some uh, other expertise. Uh, so that partnership didn't work out. And so somebody had to fill the shoes of CEO. And so I, uh, I jumped in with both feet and, um, you know, there was a lot of trial and error, but you know, um, Luckily, we've, we've been blessed. So, Wow. No kidding. Now, was this, how did you get connected with them and, and you saw that there was an opportunity for you to step in? Yeah. So just being involved, um, I stayed involved in the healthcare you know, atmosphere and I was still doing consulting um, for some companies and also uh, brokerage. And so mm -hmm. this company, I heard, hey, they're, they're looking to be put on the market to sell. You know, someone wanted to sell their business and um, we went to look at it as somebody to, to broker the sale of it and realized, hey, this could be a, a really good fit for, you know, um, some of our investors and the rest is kind of history. So Kovar's uh, wealth management has done very well. And in oh, how many years now? Five. So five years, yep. um, you guys have done some pretty great business. Um, so what would you attribute that to? Uh, honestly, you know, it's, it's, you know, everybody can say hard work, um, <laughs> but really it's, it's really trying to figure out, uh, we, I'm not afraid to try new things. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's a big, I tell people, Hey, listen, we're not uh, corporate, right? So I'm not a Merrill Lynch or a Morgan Stanley or an Edward Jones. If I try to compete th with them, the way they do things, we're going right. to lose, right? We, we don't have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars to put toward advertising. So if I'm doing the same things, the, the way they do them, we're, we're going to lose. And so when I started, I just said, Hey, we've, I've got to do something different. Right. Um, and I think that's really been the key to all of it is just not being scared to say, Hey, just cause that's the way it's always been done. Doesn't mean it's the right way. Mm. Um, and so that, that's, that's really created a lot of success for us. Um, just in, in the way we do business. Yeah. And how does one go about meeting Paris Hilton? <laughs> I saw that, uh, you know, we were in Vegas and, um, she was there and, um, we were, I was with a group and they were like, I think that's Paris Hilton. And, and I obviously knew who she was, but didn't, you know, I wouldn't have recognized her. Right. And, uh, and they were like, man, I bet that's her. And I was like, well, you know, just go say hi. And the people I was with were kind of scared to go do it. And I said, well, I'll go right. I'm not, I'm not scared to go say hi to yeah, somebody. Right. Right. And, yeah, yeah. So I just went, I was like, Hey, um, you know, Paris Hilton. Yeah, I am awesome. Hey, so, you know, I was like, my friends thought so. Uh, I said hi and walked off. And my and I went back to the table, and they were like, you you didn't even try to get a picture with her. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that I guess that makes sense. Let's let's go back and chat with her again. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was nice. Probably thought I was a creeper, which you know, in hindsight, probably was. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a fun experience. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so who was your who was your first hire with Kovar Wealth? 
so I brought in uh, one of my buddies um, is in the oil and gas field or, or was for a long time. And mm-hmm. being in Texas um, and dealing with alternatives, we had a lot, a lot of people that were interested in, in the energy sector. And so he came on um, and joined me as, as really mm-hmm. overseeing that part of the business. And so he took a lot of um, that side of things off my plate. And um, we have a, a really large energy, energy sector that, that we deal with. Um, and he's done really great with it. And so he was, he was the first hire there. And then, um, after we after we picked up Premier, um, I hired a girl fresh out of college named Claudia, um, and she has been phenomenal. So mm. she's she does a lot of our investment management um, and client relationships. Um, she's she's awesome. She's she's really the I say the the backbone of, of what yeah. we do day to day. So um, been a huge help, and and we've added another another advisor, and um, just this year we added a kind of community liaison, public relations um, person as well, who's who's really jumped in with both feet and, and been yeah, a, a big asset. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you do a lot of um, personal finance education as well um, yeah. on your blog, your web, your personal blog and website. Um, so. Uh, again, when we're recording this, it's kind of, it's beginning of May. Um, what would you, what are you generally advising audiences in terms of, you know, kind of riding out the storm uh, that we're in financially? Yeah, you know, that's, it's tough because no one knows what's going to happen. You know, we don't know what um, six months six months from now is going to look like, we don't even know what tomorrow is going to look like, um, yeah. you know, with their personal finances and within the stock market, you know, we have 30 million people on unemployment now and that all happened in the last few weeks. And so what I've told everybody, you know, almost regardless of what situation they're in is to, Hey, just, just kind of circle the wagons. Let's, let's be smart. Right. So um, if you don't need to spend extra money, don't right. Um, Buffett always says cash is king. He's sitting on, you know, $150 billion. And so, um, you know, I, I think now is the perfect time to say that, Hey, let's go ahead and, you know, let get, get rid of some of those excesses. Um, call, you know, call your credit card and ask for a lower, you know, a lower interest rate, or if you can delay payments or, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, really just kind of thinking outside the box of how you can limit those expenses, um, because we don't know what, we don't know what tomorrow holds. So. Yeah. yeah right. Right. So, so just basically kind of, kind of concentrate on your, uh, keep keeping a, a healthy balance, you know, uh, you know, it, you know, whether that, you know, I guess if you were kind of going back to the, having the three month cushion in yep. your accounts, you know, of, of liquid assets ready to kind of use from, um, this would be perfect time for that. What about, um, investments? Yeah. So, you know, I, I say that kind of circling the wagons and, and grabbing, you know, gathering cash is because on the investing side, it's an amazing time to be an investor. Um, you know, the stock market's going crazy. And so uh, we've seen some really good buying opportunities lately. I think we're going to see even more in the coming months. Um, but also on the alternatives between real estate, um, with oil and gas, with uh, boats or yachts or, you know, anything yeah. really, um, I think you're going to see amazing opportunities to, to pick up deals. Um, I think, you know, in a vacation rental area, you know, Airbnb um, owners, you're going to see some great opportunities over the coming months as kind of foreclosures come up. Um, to, to acquire some great properties, if that's something you're interested in. Um, and so I, I, I'm a fan of gathering cash to be able to pounce on opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So would you generally, again, we're, nobody knows, right? But I mean, oil is at a low, right? That we've not yeah. seen. And okay, for, for the un, for someone who's not really paying attention, what's going on in oil right now? And what, what do you expect will happen? 
Yeah, you know, there's, you know, all got decimated uh, when all this, it, it just, it was a, you know, perfect storm of things happening all yeah, there um, right. in into February and early March, uh, which is, has really put a, a hurt on things. You know, I think we're, we're going to be hurt for a while um, because people aren't going to be traveling as much, you know, cruise ships aren't going, airplanes aren't flying as much. Um, people aren't just aren't driving as much. And so I think we're in for a longer road with oil. I think long-term you're going to see some of the, the premier players, the ones who are doing business um, without being super, super leveraged um, and who, um, I think they're going to come out really well. So that's, you know, those are the ones we're looking at. Um, and and I, I think long-term, I think long-term we're, we're, we're going to be in a good spot. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. Um, so in terms of um, leading during this time, I would imagine, you know, with um, pediatric care, um, you, you have had to make some adjustments, um, I would imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you do mainly pediatric therapy. So it looks like you do play therapy and a lot of other physical therapy, speech therapy, and, and those might be considered kind of unessential. I don't know. Unessential. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And and so with that, you know, we uh, our business is home health, so we actually send you know a therapist into the patient's yeah. home. Well, you know, uh, most parents who say, "Hey, my kid can go a few weeks possibly without without therapy." Yeah, put everybody on hold because you know they didn't want a therapist who was going to other people's homes coming into their home and potentially right. you know infecting their child. And so, uh, you know, right after coronavirus hit, we ended up seeing like a seventy percent decline. In, in business. And so, yeah. um, you know, as a business from the very beginning, we knew one that, that we want to be able to work remote, work remotely as much as possible. So we already had our phone systems all worn through the internet. All of our employees had laptops instead of desktops. That's great. And so it was fairly easy for our office staff to, to quickly transition to working from home. Um, but as business owners, we had to sit and say, okay, what does this look like? Right. If we're down 70% this week, it's going to be 90% next week or you know, is it still going to be 70% a month from now or what, what can we do? And so we really had to pivot as a company to say, one, how can we help our, how can we help our patients and employees during this time? But also what do we do as a business? You know, so we started circling those wagons. We, we cut a lot yeah. of our extra expenditures that we were, we were going to do um, yeah. and reshifted our priorities. And um, luckily, you know, we're, we're a month and a half into this. And even though we're still down, um, we're only down five to 10% instead of 70%. And, um, you know, I, I, I I value that based upon those pivots that we had to make of, Hey, change was happening. And when most of our competitors were either shutting down saying, Hey, we're, we're not going to do anything at all. You know, we're just going to give it a few weeks. We said, Hey, listen, if your kid wants therapy and we have a therapist that wants to work, we're going to, we're going to do it. And, um, Mm -hmm. we really focus a lot on digital advertising and, um, digital communication. And so, uh, we've been very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, do you expect in terms of, you know, back over to the uh, Kovar Wealth Management? Sorry, I, I seem to be, no, yeah, off and, I seem no, to be fine, yeah. around a lot with you, but you do many things. So <laughs> I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to follow my curiosity here. No, um, you're good. So for Kovar Wealth Management, you know, what does a wealth management firm do to attract new clients typically? Yeah. So traditionally, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear most people say, well, it's all referrals, you know, it's, it's word of mouth. We grow by referrals. Um, and though that's true, you know, you, you want your clients to be evangelists for you out there, out there, yeah. you know, praising and you think that they are right. You'd like to say that, um, you know, it's, it's most just aren't right. Most, as you'll, you'll see most people, um, you know, they'll tell you about a bad experience, but not so much a great experience all the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, for us, it's really, we take very much more of a sniper approach where we say, hey, listen, here's our ideal 
client. Here, here's who the type the type of people we want to work with, right? And we have it wrote out on our wall of this is exactly if, if we had to draw the picture of somebody, this is who we want to work with. Um, and usually they have the same values as we do, um, and the same you know similar goals. And then we find people that match that, um, and and basically we we go after them. So uh, we make you know introductions or find people that we have in relation with, and and we find those introductions, and then we just try to do a very good job of. Uh, we don't try to come across as salesy because that's honestly, I'm a horrible salesman. Um, and I'm the first to admit it. I'm not a yeah. good salesman. Um, yeah. I, I talk people out of working with us more often than not. Um, just because like, Hey, it's really not, you know, if, if you're just looking for somebody to manage your money, I can teach you how to do that. Right. Let me teach you how to do that and then just save your money. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, but that, that's, that's what we do. Um, is it's very much more, uh, we have some digital approach, but a lot of it is, uh, we try to find people that we think would be a good fit with our, with our, um, program. So. Yeah. yeah, which, you know, I think actually makes you a much better salesperson uh, just simply because that's, you know, consumers, I don't think, I think they've, they've never been more savvy. So, yeah. you know, it's a lot of time it's, um, you know, we, we're going to do a lot more due diligence as consumers and we don't want to be sold to. Um, so when someone starts selling to us, I think many of us kind of recoil from that. Yeah. Uh, and say, look, I'm, I'm pretty smart. I know what I want. I know what I need. Just educate me. And yeah. that's, that's really what we're, so I think you're, you know, you're well positioned for where consumers want to be. Uh, and so what would you imagine the, uh, kind of the, the future or the next, um, you know, kind of six to 12 months, uh, for covert wealth management looking like? Yeah. I, you know, I see a lot of growth in store. Um, we've had, we've had an uptick and, um, just inbound um, communication from from prospects and, and new people um, over the last couple of months, and I think I mean, a lot of it is you're not relying on foot traffic walking up and down Main no. Street, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, and so most of our clients in our hometown, you know, um, we live in a pretty small town, and so yeah. most of our clients are not even in in our hometown. Um, but uh, just based on what we do, um, is really it, it's we're set up great for this type of environment. Um, you know, we do the stock market, which I think, you know, obviously a wealth management firm, we have to, but people are looking for those alternatives, something they can, they can put their hands on, you know, in, in this time when you don't know what, what tomorrow holds, it's nice to be able to go out and walk, walk through your, your 150 acre timber plantation, right? You, you can see your dollars in the ground. Um, and so that's been, that's been a really nice uh, way that we're set up. I, I think for us, there's tremendous growth over the next several months. Um, I'm not saying to say we predicted coronavirus, but you know, we were watching pretty well um, and made really good adjustments in February for the vast majority of our counts. And so uh, we came out of this, uh, I don't want to say, you know, unscathed. I mean, everybody, you know, took a hit at some degree. Um, but, but we, we were luckily positioned very well moving into it, um, with a lot of cash on hand. And so we were able to make a lot of good buys in a, you know, mid to late March. So it's yeah. great. All right. Well, Taylor Kovar, uh, one thing that you have as well, if you go to gofarwithkovar.com and that's K-O-V-A-R, you offer a financial cure 14 day course uh, yeah. that, that folks, I mean, that's, um, it's actually you have a pretty good blog here. A uh, lot of great content, a lot of great articles, talk about PPP and SBA relief and um, your take on the fire, fire movement and, and yeah. that sort of thing. So that's great. Well, excellent. Well, Taylor Kovar, again, thank you so much again, Kovar Wealth, and that's at K-O-V-A-R wealth.com. And, uh, you know, folks live in your town, <laughs> get connected with Premier Pediatric Therapy as well. Uh, awesome. So great. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.